Hey, Tony. Hey, Russ. Hey, Sean. Hey, Russ. Hey, Tony. Hey, sh- Nailed hey, it. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, welcome to the end of the decade episode. It's only going to be like seven hours long because we're going to listen to every song uh, we've ever heard. And we have 10 beers to review. 10 beers. And 14 bottles of wine. And Eric will be here later with the wine. <laughs> Fantastic. I put out a tweet last night that said, okay, you're in wrap-up episode. Uh, if you know where we record, show up at two. And I'm so glad I called the police in advance. <laughs> Wait, is anybody here? Did yeah. you look outside? <laughs> I shift them all away. It's a goodbye, heathens. Great. Uh, that's too bad. I was looking forward to Southside Steve being in the episode. Uh, welcome to One Beer, One Song, where, of course, on each episode... We miscategorize and or underappreciate a beer and or a song. Sometimes multiple beers, sometimes multiple songs. Never, not something just, but you've met Russ. It's, we're doing that again. I can't thank you enough for my Christmas present. Oh, that's right. The last episode, you unwrapped a Christmas present. How's that? I, um, I said, Tony, uh, to create content, I was like, what, what gift are you most excited to give? And you reached out and you said this. It totally threw me off guard. And, and it was uh, two pairs of Duluth Trading Company boxer briefs. That's right. Buck so naked. Yeah, they're they're buck naked underwear that you've seen the animated TV commercials for, where the guy like putting himself through the meat grinder. Oh yeah, I'm an evangelist. Yeah, you've you've. This uh, is a Duluth Trading shirt you're looking at that I got for Christmas. I'm a big part of my brand. And you and and yet I resisted for so long. So you gifted me, and I can't thank you enough because uh, the first thing I did uh, was wash them. The second thing I did was put them on my body and take them through an Orange Theory fitness workout. I put them right through the gauntlet. So what I, what everyone is clear, clearly asking right now is, did you wear both pairs at the same time? Well, you gave them to me at the same time. Well, no, I'm just confirming that thought, you wore them both. I thought they had to go together. That's what they do. Yeah. Red and black. You wore your Georgia, you wore your Georgia panties. Right. Okay. Anywho, um, uh, they did great. They held up fantastic in the workout. No chafing, wicking sweat away from my balls and my bum. Uh, it was great. I couldn't be more thrilled. Uh, washed them again. I feel like there's a butt coming. Not because it's underwear, but, but, but you wash them. And then I wore just a single pair, <laughs> um, just to see if I needed that much support. Uh-huh. And I, I gave them the, the, I went shopping. I gave them a good walk around. I went okay. Grocery, grocery store. Somewhere in like Alpharetta or upper Roswell where you frequent. God, I'm not that white. Jesus. Have you listened to the episodes that you've recorded? <laughs> no, no. Okay. That's, that's fine. Keep going. Um, so I took them on a grocery shopping extravaganza. I returned some packages. I uh, bought some new workout clothes that were on sale, and they were great. I, I, they're they're great underwear. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought I had really. I mean, th- it's a hard sell. Here's the deal. Here's what you do. They uh, like list price is like twenty two bucks a pair. Uh-huh. Just sign up for the email newsletter. Uh, it's a lot. They email me probably once a day, sometimes twice what a day. The? But it's one of those. Do they not understand cam spam <clears throat> legislation? Well, it's it's email that I've opted in to receive. And it's a brand that I am obviously deeply engaged with. I am wearing one, two, three pieces of Duluth trading clothing right now as I'm sitting here. And so even though I don't click on all the emails, I want to see what's going on. And every now and then they will be like big buck naked sale, $14 a pair or whatever. And then here's the thing. You can't overhaul your underwear drawer all at once with $14 I'm underwear. I'm sorry. What did you call the place where you put your underwear? Underwear drawer. It's not a drawer. Underwear drawer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but wait, hold on. Sean was going to speak. We have a question from I'm New York. Sorry, no, continue. <laughs> continue with your story. New York, go ahead. <laughs> but, but, uh, but speaking of underwear, but you can buy a pair or two pair here and there 
And before you know it, you got like 20 of them. I, I, and that's I, what you wear. Well, here's my question. Is it a publicly traded company? I don't think so. Bummer. The that's thing the that's next annoying, thing I want to do is like buy on like the, the cheap app, app uh, stock buying. Things. My beef with them, and, and, I, and I let the customer service rep know it every time I call them. Um, uh, who do you call? Who's your customer service rep at B- B- Duluth Trading Company, Tony? His name's Tim. That's bullshit. Her name's Angela. <laughs> um, is that it started in Duluth, Minnesota, which I have a deep affinity for being from Minnesota and also Trampled by Turtles is from Duluth, Minnesota. And we know that I'm a huge fan of those. But then they moved to like Bellingham, Wisconsin or some shit. That doesn't sound on And brand. that's not, and they're still like, oh, we're Duluth Trading. It's like, no, you're not. You're, oh, Duluth Trading Company, you're not like, Trampled by Turtles. No, yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. You're not Duluth. You're Cheese Badger Trading Company now. Um, I believe the band Lowe is from Duluth, uh, Minnesota. Are they really? I, th- I think so. Well, good, good. So uh, I can't thank you enough. The underwear are spectacular. I didn't think I could be like impressed by underwear, and and here I sit corrected. <clears throat> so, here is the uh, ad read from our new sponsor, right, right, right. Duluth Trading. It's not actually actually what I'm wondering is next time I check my my Instagram, am I going to have Duluth Trading underwear advertisements show up just just from listening to you talk about it now? Uh, you you should check right now yeah. because there probably is. <laughs> All right, we're doing um, we're doing a check. We're doing a check. Um, speaking of that, check. we've got Sean with us. Our New York correspondent right. is here to tell us <laughs> what cities are like. <laughs> cities, they have people. They have subways. Wait, what? <laughs> we don't have subway here. We have yeah. You get the five dollar foot long. <laughs> it's a six dollar foot long now. Their prices went up because Jared went to jail. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so what is it? The cities are like. Plus, it's did just... you know? Did you know Subway was sued because it wasn't a foot long? It was 11 inches. Their bread is 11 inches long, <laughs> they, so they were sued they about were four, sued? Years, four years ago for uh, misadvertising. This is, this, this is the most rust bit I've ever... Is, I don't know what to do with that. My question is, who would sue them for... Honestly, <laughs> it's, it's someone like me with extra time <laughs> on my hands. It is exact. I'd be like, uh, of the last 10 subs I bought here from Subway, they averaged 11 inches. They were 70 been. calories short. And I, 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 I go to orange. I go to Orange Theory. I do. <laughs> I've got to keep this shit balanced. <laughs> you owe me eleven one inches of submarine sandwich. Oh, at one time though. All right. So it's okay. buy ten get one. Anywho, city correspondent. Well, we have lots of time to listen to podcasts in New York City because we're on the subway a lot. How much on your daily average commute? How much time is spent in a subway? On the, on the average. Com- well, it's like all the time is spent on this. Without oh, you mean as opposed to walking or or other forms of, of transportation? <clears throat> Russ has never been outside of a car. So. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, <clears throat> it would like on a way to work or something. It would be a hundred percent of the time. Well, no, okay, ninety percent subway. subways and ten percent walking. And how much of that ninety percent is minutes? Um, for me, it's about uh, uh, forty minutes. Wow, so you spent, and that's one way? Yeah. This is the wow. weirdest, dumbest way to ask how long is your commute I've ever heard. <laughs> Mike, so Mike you, I, yeah, I live in a place now that's kind of a little bit further out. Uh, I, I almost live, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I live in Connecticut. Yeah, no, thankfully, but people do that. That's crazy. But uh, Letterman uh, did that. 
Well, well he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he can. But I, I live in Queens now, and that's kind of like the suburbs, but not really, but sort of. Uh, so anyway, it's Take like... Take a stand somewhere, Sean. <laughs> I mean, compared to, well, like Smyrna, it's not exactly... <laughs> Damn. Like, wow, he just brought the heat in your own home. Shade. Wow. <laughs> Which we have here, because we have trees. <laughs> All the trees in New York are focused in one place, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's in the massive wilderness in the middle. Right, right. Yeah. Where the homeless people sit. I, I'm basically living where the Ramones wrote their first album. You're in the Ramones? Uh, wow, he just... He, that's a bold statement. <clears throat> and we're not even doing a Ramones song mm-hmm. on the episode. Yeah, wow. What even is... Okay, so Russ, you probably heard the can open. Unconventional can, though. It's a tiny can. I feel like a giant. You I look like Andre spray, the Giant holding a Coke. I went to Sprayberry Bottle Shop earlier today, and I picked up a beer that we're going to drink here in a second. Those guys should Whoa. sponsor us. Wow. And, um, it smells like paint. It does. <laughs> and at the checkout, at the, like the point of sale where there should be candy and stuff at the grocery store, like your last minute, oh, sure, I need this sugar. There's these tiny cans. This is, um, there's five of them. There was a vodka gimlet. There's a double, what's that whiskey? Manhattan. Called? Double Manhattan. And uh, the one I took was a... There's an old-fashioned, too, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, the Hemingway, 27% alcohol. So it's a, it's a Hemingway daiquiri and a tiny, tiny can that's about... It's probably four ounces. It'll say on the can. It doesn't. What? Three, it's three and a third ounces. There's no ounces. I had to add what's in here. It's, so it's the size of a shot glass. A large shot glass. Sure. A beer sample glass, if you would. Yeah, but like some bars give like shots in like a rocks glass where you're True. like, wait, wait, wait. I have to take that all at once. Uh, this is silver and West Indies rum, two ounces. Uh, Italian Marchino liquor, a third ounce. Uh, 100% real lime juice, two thirds of an ounce. Cane simple sugar, one third of an ounce. And Does the that add I'm... up to three and a third ounces? Yes, motherfucker. Yes. Don't, don't waste time on that. Um, but the reason I purchased it is because it was made in Georgia. And it says produced and bottled by Post Meridian Spirit Company, Atlanta, Georgia. PostMeridianSpirits.com. Is that the same place that made the Jesse James whiskey? <laughs> okay, look. Do I have to do everything? I'll, no. I'll go to Google no, and Jesse find James, out. Jesse James, we learned that is produced like in California Kentucky, or, but marketed out of right. California. Okay. Anywho, we have, I've now poured this three and a third ounces into three equal pourings of one and one-sixth of an ounce. PostMeridian, what was the rest of it? That's good math. Spirits. Thank you. You know, I like it when Sean's here because he appreciates the simple things. <laughs> It's it's amazing how low the bar is. It's just like the best guest ever. <laughs> yes, it does smell like paint with a hint of lime. Post meridium. <laughs> am I am I incorrect? I, no, 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 no. I, I I put in meridian like like longitude and latitude, and it's like meridium. What the shit is that? Hold on, let me go back to the can. Logan Circle. So they're right over there by Second Self Brewing, and where Dogwood used to be. Not far from my house is what I'm saying. But not far from the get, sound of my voice. I get it's more turpentiney to me than paint. Yeah, this that, you Ooh, could clean yeah, your paintbrush sure. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be clean on the inside. It's like clean and and also coconut. Yeah. Coconut. <laughs> oh yeah. Turpentine and coconut. Yeah. It does smell like bad choices. Oh, it tastes like worse choices. Whoa! Now there's like a a cloying like cidery. There's a film. <laughs> I can't get this film off my tongue. I, this is the last episode of this podcast. We made it to how many episodes? One ninety seven. It doesn't matter. It's oh, it's done now. We've we've reached the end of drinks. <laughs> wow! That, that God, I took a second sip. Don't do that. 
You well, can't judge something on one sip. That's not fair. It's it's, <coughs> it's sweeter than I thought it would be. It's it's sweet with like a with like a cleaning product uh, aftertaste. See, he just perfectly described me. Why can't you say nice things about me? Well, so like woo girls, uh, you know, bachelorette parties in Nashville, Tennessee will be all over this. They'll be like, it's sweet and it'll get you. <laughs> Let's drink all of it. No, that's more like Memphis. That's that's a Memphis mistake right there. That's woo girls in Memphis going, we're going to make bad choices tonight. Are there woo girls in Memphis, though? Uh, yeah, but they say something different. <sighs> yeah, probably. Um, oh, another can. Well, this one's much bigger. <laughs> Russ is already <laughs> intimidated. <laughs> I'm so scared. I bought a tall boy. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about tall boys, Sean? Um, like as a concept or, or uh, just ordering one? Like, do I? Well, l- let, me, let me tee it up for you. Russ is morally opposed to tall boys because they intimidate him. <laughs> That's not true. And you know um, it. It's because <laughs> aluminum does not hold coldness naturally by itself that's why you have koozies okay, okay mr wizard calm down and and you can't most tall boys warm too much as you drink it to really enjoy the last third it's not a 40 it's a pint of beer yeah you leave your racism at the door <laughs> wow but we'll get wow. to the second beer in a second i had um a thought i was watching we're in the midst of uh bowl games <clears throat> if i get this episode edited and published in time then sure yeah because the final game isn't until like the 13th Oh, yeah. So. 2021, March? April. And I was thinking about bad sponsors for bowl games. Okay. Okay. But that would either like, like the sponsor was kind of like trolling the bowl game, or maybe it's just a bad pairing, or it's maybe it's a great pairing. For instance, the Peach Bowl, sponsored by Pornhub. Well, so that would be. <clears throat> like, get it? Peach? <sighs> I didn't even think of that. I was thinking that it's 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 best because the previous sponsor was Chick Fil A. Oh, that, that's to also go, see a to great go point from Chick Fil A to Pornhub so, is perfect. It, it, sure, mm-hmm. but it's also alliteration. Yeah, Pornhub Peach Bowl. Pornhub Peach Bowl. Um, the Sugar Bowl, sponsored by the American Diabetes Association. Okay, this is a bit, isn't it? <laughs> the Sugar Bowl, sponsored by Weight Watchers. The Sugar Bowl sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts? No. Okay, this is a bad one. I feel really bad about this one. No, you don't. I do. I've, I've had a Lay it on us. The Cotton Bowl. Something about a head wound? I don't know. Sponsored by the KKK. <sighs> God damn it. It was going to be that or tampons. <laughs> <laughs> well, why? that's disgusting, Tony. Why? why? <laughs> that's funny, though. Um, so there are some spectacular bowl sponsors out there. and. Yeah. And everything I say now, I have learned from the shutdown forecast because they do lots of bits on this. Um, but like, there's the bad boy more, the bad boy mowers Gasparilla Bowl, and it's bad boy mowers are a lawnmower company, but no. the, the cheapest one, the cheapest push mower is eleven hundred dollars. What like, the? They do the landscaping mowers; they're like thirteen thousand dollars each. So it's like you make fun, but then everyone's like, "I want one of those mowers. Like, that would be cool." The Bahamas Bowl, <clears throat> sponsored by Jamaica. Like the Jamaica CVB is pissed that they don't have a stadium <laughs> that can hold it, so they have to go sponsor the Bahamas Bowl just so they can get the TV time. Bahamas Bowl, sponsored by Bermuda. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So do you have any good ones? Like, here's... Did, well, did you know I there's really a thought cure of bowl? it. A cure yes, bowl. there's a cure bowl. Sponsored by AIDS. God damn it. <laughs> just make it cancer so that it's it's less problematic. <laughs> Is there any others? <clears throat> I mean, you got to go after the big ones, like the Rose Bowl. 
Well, I thought about the Rose Bowl a lot, and I couldn't come up with one, but the Independence Bowl, sponsored by ISIS. I like or it. I like or it. the CVB of Hong Kong. Take your choice. The Rose Bowl, sponsored by Orkin. Yeah, I thought about that, and I realized how how bad of an answer that would have been. Yeah, so yeah I, I already, already went, I went down that path in my writing room, and I passed on it. Good, but good job coming up on it on your own. <clears throat> Sean, what do you think about college football bowl games? My silence is just me shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> the Fiesta Bowl, sponsored by the Polka. <sighs> That's a lot less racist than I was expecting. Um, Racism's bad, Tony. <clears throat> Fiesta Bowl. You just grimaced at me. I mean, the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl is pretty much, that's a pretty good sponsor pairing. Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. Mm. It's almost like it, undeserving of ridicule. It's like, oh, yeah. Tostitos and Fiestas? Fiesta, yeah. Duh. So speaking is that of, racist, though? So, no, no, no. Speaking oh. of Shutdown Fullcast, they are at, they mounted a media campaign this year to take over the sponsorship of the New Mexico Bowl to just be the Banner Society New Mexico Bowl. How'd they and go? It, they have not heard back from the New Mexico Bowl <laughs> at all. <clears throat> but the last time they did this, it was the Outback Bowl. Ryan Nanny got to wear the Bloom and Onion costume in the third quarter of Michigan, South Carolina, yep. which was amazing. <clears throat> what bowl game mascot would you want to dress up as? Well, bowl game mascot or like team mascot? Because, like, what's the. Well, like the Bloom and Onion, there's a costume for the Outback Bowl. Well, yeah, but what other bowl game is there? Name another bowl game costume. The orange bowl. There's a, oh, there's the orange <laughs> with the little crown. Yeah. I don't want to dress up like any of that. Um, what about the Belk Bowl? It's just one. <clears> it's just a big cement rectangle. Yeah, yeah. The Belk I, Bowl is very self-aware and funny on Twitter. The Belk Bowl social media guy yeah. turns out to be a creep. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it is too bad because the content was good, and then he did some things to a friend of mine. I'm like, oh, well, you're done in my life. Wah wah wah. Belk Bowl, Belk bowl is canceled. Uh, let's do a song and Sean, then Sean, um, as guest as our we'll New York correspondent. Do the you one job. Other can you oh, open? Did I already drop the ball? <clears throat> um, well, I don't know. We're about to get oh. your job as a oh. guest. Okay. Any guest that comes on is to provide a song. Oh, oh that's that that uh, yeah. Did you not read the contract? I well, uh, to be honest, I did not read the contract. But I'm, I'm here to tell you that uh, I'm ready with a song. Have you paid us the appearance <laughs> fee to be on the show? <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll Venmo you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a New York thing. I'll Venmo. I'll Venya. I'll Venya. I'll Venya. Uh, actually, yeah. Well, we talked about a song. I don't know if, but we, there's a way to access it very, very easily. Uh, yeah. I have a computer. It's connected to a series of pages where you can look up information about anything you want. I'm glad. I'm uh, glad. So you're a musician. You started playing guitar when you were like 10. Yeah. And I was I also right. 10. Right. Yeah. About the same time you started playing drums, I yeah. think. Yeah. Middle school or yeah. whatever. I yep. don't know. Mm-hmm. And you've never stopped playing guitar. Correct. So Correct. Now you are in the Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> Who among us hasn't been in the Rolling Stones at one point? Fair point. Fair mm, point. Yeah. 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 Not that I want to bring <clears throat> you down. It's just it's an easy gig. Well, <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool, but, you know, thanks for bursting my Well, you, you have to learn 20 songs. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> The whole point. time on stage, you're like, fucking Mick Jagger dances like a rooster. He's the bird and God. Does this song ever end? <laughs> no, it doesn't. So you uh, play in a band now? Yes, yes, yeah. We've, we've come a long way since Lethal Pickle. That was the first name? No, remember that was the first song that me and you ever wrote together, Lethal I think. Lethal Pickle, you're right. Uh, uh, the Jaminator. The Jaminator. <laughs> was that uh, right down, Renegade Farm Animals? That was you and Keenan, though. Was Renegade well, no, no, Farm there Animals. Was there, and even, even before that, uh, I believe there was a t- there was a period um, before 
before we actually started really writing songs, we had you had a Jaminator, the <coughs> the eighties version of. Well, I had the, was, the, the Casio SK one. Oh, okay. I, who had the? I thought somebody. Okay, I thought somebody had the guitar that you pressed a button and it kind of like played sort of like some oh, chord progressions. Maybe I did. Maybe maybe I did have one of those. Well, I remember a, a Lethal Pickle was one of the songs. It was around the same time we were working on Mel Bay. Yeah, Mel Bay, Mel Bay <laughs> writes a thousand songs in one day. We can't tell if he's straight or gay. Mel Bay, <laughs> watch him fly. Don't I don't. Away. How do I know that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I remember it too. <laughs> how do you? I, Lethal Pickle. I want to come back to this. This was a song. <laughs> this was a song. However, it, it, there's no um, <clears throat> physical evidence of it. That yeah, we can it was listen just to an idea of now we'll have to recreate it memory on the instruments. Right. The, the kick drum among <laughs> us. Okay. All right. So you're still playing. What, what yes. kind of uh, music are you into playing now? Well, we have a. I have a, uh, a rock band with three three members: guitar, bass, and drums. Power trio. Power trio. Classic power trio. Yeah. Nothing fancy. I'm a big fan. Yep. The name yep. of the ensemble is? Uh, no Shields. No Shields. Uh, where'd you get that name from? Did you run out of Brook? Run out of Brook. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm out of here. Re- <laughs> is, is, there, is there something in the contract? That You're t- just reaffirming <laughs> that this is the last episode. Ever. <laughs> Congratulations. We made it. Um, where did the name come from? Uh, well, I believe our drummer and sing- well, okay. First of all, I say drummer. He's also a singer. We share. I sing sometimes. He sings sometimes. But we, uh, he, uh, I believe he came up with the name. Um, you know, it's a name that implies um, we don't need shields. We only have weapons. It's all all straight offense. Ahead. That's right. All offense, no defense. Straight ahead, no yeah, regrets. I, I, there, was such a, speak. there was such a pause there. I thought <laughs> you were saying it was an anti condom ban. <laughs> you know, people have taken it that way. You can take it however you want. It's a band name. You yeah. just apply it to your own life however you right. feel necessary. All boners, no condoms. <laughs> I'm I'm pro shield, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is. Um, <laughs> tell us about the song we're going to listen to. All right. Well, uh, we do have a song that the title of the song is actually "No Shields," and um, and the reason we're going to play this song is because Tony heard a clip of it recently and, and said, "Wow, that song is pretty, pretty heavy," and uh, he wants you to. You did hear a it. super cool Instagram animation, and that was in the background. And right. I was like, "What is that? It's <laughs> super heavy. It's awesome." Yeah, yeah. So, so, do- so this is like I just looked, took a little clip of the song and 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 worked with it and made a little animation around it. But it it is a song that we've used. Uh, we've actually recorded it twice on two different albums, and uh, so let's listen to it. It's it's uh, it's, it's kind of the, the title of the song is the title of our band. And is it on an album with a name? Uh, oh yes, uh, it is on um, Island Misery, and it will be Island Misery or Island of Misery. Uh, just Island Misery. Island Misery. All right. Yeah. So off Island Misery. Here's No Shields with No Shields.
name of the song No Shields by No Shields is on The Serpent, The Sage. Not Island Misery? <sighs> Not Island Misery, because I don't know the name of... Uh... <laughs> Listen, it's easy to get your own stuff recorded when you have such an illustrious and productive output as, as yourself. <laughs> right. All three uh, albums, plus a fourth one in the works, it's almost going to be done. Would you say that song uh, is a good representation of your of the material the band puts out? I would say it is. We uh, we went through a, a phase where we were writing kind of um, a little slower but heavier music, and uh, that was that phase. But I think that was kind of I think that's what a lot of people uh, know us for. I, I found the tempo of that song. Um... <laughs> Tell us how you feel about the tempo <laughs> of the song, Russ. I will. Andante. It's not how I feel. That is a tempo, motherfucker. Um, I felt very allegro about it. See, it doesn't make any fucking sense, I does should it? Have, I waited for um, you to con- finish the sentence. I found it, the tempo of that song to be... Very challenging to play. Oh. It, it's not in a place where you find, per se, a groove. Hmm. I, I, I found that, and I, I felt the song really breathe in and around the tempo a little bit. Hmm. And and I enjoyed it, but it just it, I, to me, I would have a hard time Playing. playing at that tempo hmm. it's, it's like a tempo you can easily rush or drag on right and uh just that well that does grip. happen we, we play it at different speeds sometimes depending on our moods as but, uh, a drummer who um <clears throat> often finds the pocket as it were elusive mm-hmm. uh i i can actually empathize with that that's yeah. a good point russ yeah that's oh, a good point thank you yeah on dante yeah you <laughs> did it you did a good one um are you guys gonna tour are you guys gonna come down playing atlanta i would love to play in atlanta that'd be a lot of fun uh Maybe we can get our act together, get our asses down here and play a show. It would be a I good... Would, I would support. We were trying to get a tour together last summer, and it didn't happen. So I don't know. We'll try again. We'll just keep trying. Touring, <laughs> is, touring is really hard. Yeah. We, since we would definitely show up pretty much anywhere and have no one come to the show, it would be, it'd be hard to do it. But we, so could, we could play here. Talk a little bit about um, <clears throat> what is it like to be in a band that rehearses and plays shows in New York City, logistically? Well, you know, the weird thing is it can be both really challenging, but also in some ways easier than you'd think. Mm -hmm. Because um, the the challenges are uh, uh, there's so many bands and so many people doing exactly the same thing that uh, just getting a show is is always hard. Um, and, uh, and there's a lot of, yeah, just like, just no matter what you're doing, there's a million other things going on at the same time. So it's hard to get people to come out. But at the same time, there's so many venues, there's always shows to play. And, uh, I feel like things always pop up. So, um, that's, I don't know. It's good and bad at the same time. How does one load in and load out? That's the, the really challenging part. We use Ubers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, We have. That sucks. (laughs) The this Uber drivers are not happy. Like it, it, it <laughs> oh, sucks. fuck a drummer. <sighs> it sucks bad enough when you're like, when you have gear with cases and a vehicle to carry it all in comfortably. Yeah, right. It's awful then. <laughs> and then you just make it worse by like, hey, we're going to put my whole rig on a hand truck and like, oh, you brought a Toyota. Like, cool. I will stick this in the. I requested yeah. uh, an Uber X. Is that what the. What the, the yeah, the, the XL ones. Yeah. Yeah. XL, yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. But, but, but there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of practice spaces around New York, so um, it's that's one thing. It's it's definitely it's not cheap necessarily to, to practice, but it's there's they're plentiful. Are you saying that real estate in New York City is? is do you guys pra- do you, wait wait wait? Do you guys <laughs> practice in a WeWork? <laughs> <laughs> that might be getting cheaper. 
in the little, and you guys have both been in WeWorks, right? Yeah. And I've been in them in multiple cities and multiple countries, and they're all identical. It's a glass aquarium rat maze oh. where, like, it's just little rooms and well, they can move the panels great, though, around and whatever. And so <clears throat> imagine just like rock bands in each one of those spaces oh just lit up. Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> be, that would actually be awesome. What was the uh, famed uh, space that got tore down in Atlanta that housed? There were two. Thunderbox was the more famous one down on Krog Street, and then Avatar was the other one. I had a space in Avatar, and they slid a sheet under the door, and it was just like, "Uh, you got to go by September. We're tearing it down. We were like, like immediately, like 120 bands homeless. Like, Jesus. But walking around Avatar, like walking those hallways. Oh, yeah. yeah, God, it's just mayhem. Yeah, complete mayhem. Um, I brought a second beer this week. Let's do it. So you have it in front of you. Don't don't say anything yet. Uh, just just look and I'll read because I know it's everybody's favorite. This is Blue Hawaiian Sour by Untitled Art. Uh, cool. Pretty no description of the thing on the thing, but I poured it. And you, you know you when you go, better describe it. <laughs> you know when you go get your haircut. I need more information here. I remember when I used to get my haircut. I got my haircut <laughs> today. Actually, it looks nice. Lovely. Thank you. You know that jar of blue liquid they put the combs in. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the um the uh something aside, the uh I didn't ask what the name <sighs> of it was. Yes, I know. Let's get the lid. That is the color of this beer. And and it goes like the head too. The head is also the same color. It's not like when you pour <clears> it out <throat> and you get um yeah. It looks like blue Hawaii Kool-Aid. <laughs> it smells like shaved ice. Which was one half of the ingredients <laughs> of Green Hell. Oh Green Hell. <laughs> um which I have the lyrics pulled up. <laughs> There are two people that got that joke, and they're both on the show. So, so Sean and I have known each other for um, 33 years, <coughs> and yeah. uh, about 10 years into that uh, relationship, our friends in high school, in our we lived in the same subdivision, so we had nothing to do. We were isolated from everyone else. We would just gather in a basement or whatever. And um, I don't know where the drink came from. Like it was green. We would mix blue Hawaii Kool Aid and Tang, and the result would be green but we would do it in different concentrations and then we would get all super haywire on. This is while like all the jocks and cheerleaders are getting wasted and doing drugs. <laughs> We're like smoking cigarettes and drinking Kool-Aid. <laughs> and uh, I don't remember where the name, like where the drink originated. Was it a skate video or? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. I sounds like a name Spencer probably came up with, but I don't, I don't know. But the name, so we called it Green Hell after the Misfits song. Um <clears throat> Song called oh, Misfits, okay. or the band Misfits. Russ, you should know the Misfits, right? Of course not. So blue Hawaiian sour. The the drink is blue. It smells like Hawaii. And is this is, blue or is this purple? You got to help. It's it's, it's it's aqua. It's like it's, aquamarine. Tony, what what color can you not see? By the way, whatever one is in front of me. <clears throat> no, I have a hard time with blue and purple, and green and brown, and sometimes red and green if it's. Christmas because we almost got you a Christmas gift. It was a tote bag. It was like a some kind of like a, a rock pattern formation that were that was blue mm-hmm. in purple. It said penis, and we thought it would pretty been pretty funny. Because I would have just been like, cool blue bag, <laughs> like the penis would have been blue. I'd just be like, cool blue. It's all blue. Good to know. I this guess I ruined a, it though. This is a vibrant blue green again, like the color of the thing in the hair salon. Oh God, what is this supposed to be? <laughs> The only thing on the can is blue Hawaiian sour. It does. There's no descriptors. This you brought two in. drinks this week, and they're both terrible. It's like you use one to wash the other away. Dude, I, this I, is I, the last episode of the decade. <laughs> I brought it pretty strong. 
I, I have enraged you with beverage. Damn this it. makes me so happy. <laughs> what, what did it taste like? It was gag worthy. I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's like suntan lotion on top of a Berliner Weiss. No, it'd be better if it was. <clears throat> Maybe. Yeah, I don't. I, there is a little bit of um, suntan lotion. Yeah, a little coconut. The problem suntan. is I got my mouth all ready for Blue Hawaii Kool-Aid, and then this is not that. <laughs> Jesus So good run Christ. on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been fun. Yeah, I don't. Um, <laughs> is, there any, uh, is there anything from 2019 you want to reminisce about? It's a year-end extravaganza. So that um, beer is awful. <laughs> noted Georgia fan and extreme Twitter personality and fantastic uh, writer for the Atlantic, Amanda Mull, wrote an article about she. She it started as a tweet and then she wrote it as an article and I haven't read the article yet, but she talked about how, um, like, from 2000 to now is basically one decade. Hmm. And it's okay to be like 2010 to 2019 is like what happened. Like we were just in 2010 and now it's 2020. Hmm. It happened like that. That's because we get older and the older you get, your relationship with time changes. Sure. Fine. But like, but from 2000 and think about, I was thinking about this the other day. Remember in 1999, how far away 1985 seemed? Yes. That's 2005 from where we are right now. Yeah, that is that is pretty pretty wild. But then you also go back and think like from eighty nine to seventy five, like it's and it's all Jennifer relative. Aniston is now of the age that one of the Golden Girls was when the Golden Girls started. Wow, she didn't she she passed the um, the Wilford Brimley the cocoon test the cocoon test yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I'm I accomplished a lot of stuff this decade. Um, mostly worked a day job and. Raised a family, got to travel a lot. Did, did you do you water the family on a on the every other day schedule? When they look shriveled, <laughs> I pour water on them. Yes, get them plumped back up. Yeah, get them plumped back up. Put them in the sun for a little bit. Only a little bit. He's a, he's a ginger. A he is a ginger. <laughs> he's a ginger. It's true. Um, Are you looking forward to the the twenty twenties. I look forward to uh, in continuing to make music. Like I've just in the last five years gotten back into playing music and my band also recorded an album this year, which I'm going to annoy the hell out of you with on an episode probably soon. I can't wait. Um, But I'm going to bring one of the band members on to talk about it because it's, you know, I'm just a drummer. Right. Give yourself some credit, Tony. (laughs) If the stage is uneven, you're drooling out of one side. It's true. It's true. I heard you do some ripping uh, Stranger Things uh, piano I was playing the Stranger Things theme with my son the other night. Yeah, yep. his parent, we had Christmas at Sean's house, and his mom has a uh, baby grand in the nice. dining room. And so Matthias, this was actually amazing. Like he went over there and was like, "Oh, I want to," uh, like <clears throat> he looks at the music on the stand. And yep. He was like, "I can't read that." Whatever. And this is he has no musical training whatsoever. So he's like, "I want to play a song on the piano. What's a piano song?" And the first thing that came to his head is the Stranger Things theme. It should be the Entertainer. Every time. Sure. But Scott Joplin rags are really hard to even a, an, a, an accomplished pianist. Like it's, it's a lot of movement around. He looked up on YouTube, how to play stranger things. And there was a finger, like an overhead finger guide with like the notes coming down or whatever. And he noodled it out and then came over and was like, dad, I need you to play these two notes. And it was the left hand part, which was just an octave C like, Duh. Hmm. And then I was like, are you going to play the do 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 And he's like, well, I haven't figured that part out yet. And I was like, well, you play the octave C and I'll play this part. And like, it worked right out. And I was like, that's how kids 
figure shit out now. Like they're just like, well, I'll just look it up on YouTube and I'll figure it out myself. I was like, nice. Someday. Yeah, that's awesome. That's 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 the those the good side of YouTube. <clears throat> Someday people will figure out what dads are still good for because <laughs> I don't know. The well, you you did your one thing. You helped create the life. You did one thing for you know five six seconds, and then the woman carried the, all the rest of the burden. Mm-hmm. And, and now it's dad. Just play these notes for me. Just creating problems. But yeah, you should give yourself some credit as a drummer too. Well, thank you. I do. Anything you're excited about, Sean, in the 2020? Um. Well, there's a potential. Well, we. Might move to to big big life changes ahead yeah. yet to be determined. <laughs> right? <laughs> Help me! I'm drowning! I'm drowning! Do I want to say it on the internet? Don't, yeah. don't say it on the internet. When in doubt, don't. I, I if you whatever changes or not changes you make, I congratulate you on the decision you make because that's the decision that's best for you and your wife. Well, thank you. And and like uh, when people make hard decisions, it's it's uh, they should, they should be celebrated, whether <clears> it's staying the course or making the change. Exactly. Welcome to my TED Talk. <laughs> That's the, using your therapy words there. I like it. Oh, man. Man, just like my 12-year-old niece, I am thankful for therapy. <laughs> um, All right. Well, the, you'll hopefully hear this uh, before 2020. And if not, um, I don't know. Is this, are there any like Y2K risks? Or is the world going to end on next Tuesday? <laughs> well, the, <laughs> I don't think there's any Y2K risks. There's just other That's greater the, existential threats that are just bearing down oh, on well, us. Oh, sure. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Al-Qaeda? <laughs> Well, like, yeah. I could see, like, <clears throat> Y2K was going to be a big problem because, like, Fortran and COBOL programming languages were, like, not going to turn over the year and, like, all of the infrastructure was going to fail. And we made it through that. And now, like, 2020, like, Google Chrome is going to fail and, like, everything else will fail. Because it's like, like, Gmail is going to go down and the whole world will be like, well, <laughs> what, I can't <laughs> do anything now because Gmail's down. So, <laughs> all right. I got one more. You ready? I, I guess I grow corn now. What's that? The Armed Forces Bowl. Sponsored by Al-Qaeda. See, no, don't. Actually, yes. Go and do this bit in public so that you can learn your lesson. Which mm-hmm. lesson is that? Yeah. Well, go. you'll see. Okay. You'll see. Happy New Year. Happy New Happy Year. Happy New Year. Bye. 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 I bet you never knew you were